Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is the Word Up Podcast, a program where we discuss you versions, Bible verse of the day. I'm Matthew Ojas, your host, and it's my pleasure to share with you today. In today's episode, we will look at gifts from God, gifts from God. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. We will read 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 10. We'll read the New Living Translation and the Amplified Version, shall we? The New Living Translation says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. And the Amplified Version says, Just as each one of you has received a special gift, a spiritual talent and ability graciously given by God, employ it in serving one another as is appropriate for good stewards of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So we get onto it straight on. Um, the entire chapter of um, 4 Peter chapter 4 talks about living for God. And from the seventh verse, the apostles started talking about the end of the world, the end of the world. And um, what we as children of God are expected to do in the end time. And you would agree with me that the end of the world is not something that is far away to us. It is, in fact, right here with us. And there are a few key points I'd like us to note from this verse, which we will be talking about in a minute. Number one, God has given each of you a gift. God has given each of you a gift. And number two is that gift is for service. The gift that God has given is for service. So what comes to your mind when you heard that God has given you a gift? All right, note the passage doesn't say God will give you a gift, but describes this as something that has already happened. God has given. So Peter wasn't referring to his select few. He was speaking to the group of Christians um, in diaspora, um, which applies to you and I if we're Christians today. The Almighty God is such a good God who gives good gifts to all his children, right? Everyone who becomes a Christian automatically receives a gift from the gracious Father. Take that again. Everyone who becomes a Christian automatically receives a gift from the gracious Father. In fact, the process of becoming a Christian involves accepting a gift God has given. That is the gift of his son, Jesus. That's right. Having accepted the gift of Jesus, which is the son of God, you also automatically qualify for the next gift. It's all about gifts in this kingdom. <laughs> all right. So having accepted Jesus, God's gift, um, you then qualify for the next gift of God, which is God's spirit. Jesus teaching about prayer was, was trying to explain some things to his listeners. He then said, 
in Luke 11 and 13. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts, I want you to underline that, give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Drawing from that, if sinful people with a corrupt mind can conceive the notion to give good gifts, how much more will the righteous God give even better gifts, right? So the Holy Spirit is a good gift from the Father to those who believe. And Jesus is God's good gift to the world to make them saved. Uh, did you get that? I'll take that again. The Holy Spirit is God's good gift to those who believe, while Jesus is God's good gift to the world to make them saved. These two gifts are guaranteed to everyone who is a Christian. And there's even more. Ephesians 4 and 7 tells us, But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Alright, again telling us that this is not for a select few. He says to each one of us the gifts of God are not for those who are up there on Sunday doing the talking or doing the singing. You've got the gift of God in you through Christ Jesus and by his spirit. So what is grace? As Ephesians tells us that to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. So grace, simply put, is divine ability. Divine ability, supernatural ability, ability from God. I'm reminded of Bezalel, who was given exceptional ability in crafts. I'm also reminded of Daniel, who was given exceptional ability in interpreting dreams and understanding all forms of literature. Solomon was given exceptional ability in wisdom to solve difficult problems, to write poems, to lead, and many more. God has blessed you in some way. You might be focused on the wrong things and lose sight on the abilities God has given you. Grace, again, is ability given by God. So as we continue this um, conversation, where do you think God has engraced you? All right, there are other gifts which the Bible tells us about if we read down Ephesians 4, 11 to 15. It says, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. All right, so here we see some notable gifts in the body of Christ, also referred to as the five-fold ministry, the five-fold ministry. Ministry simply means service. All right, so these gifts are not for personal gains. They're not for personal gratification, but for the building, the building up of the church as we read. That process of building each other translates believers from being novices to being mature people, knowing their left from their right and can no longer be deceived. 
It is important that we regularly check how we're using the gift God has given because we can sometimes get carried away by the attention these bring and then make it about ourselves rather than about Christ. Every gift ought to point people to Christ, the giver. If we claim to be the source of anything we cannot produce, we lie and we deceive ourselves and others. That's a trick the enemy tries to take people off track. He suggests that you focus on yourself, especially when you have been successful at it for a long time. There is that danger you feel you could do it without God. The day it crosses our minds that we could do it without God is the beginning of destruction. That was what caused the fall of Satan. He thought he was fine without his creator. There are yet other kinds of gifts which we ordinarily wouldn't consider gifts from God, but they are things like serving, things like encouraging, teaching, you know, things like leadership, showing kindness. But these, these don't just happen. There are people who have been given the special abilities to do these things in an exceptional way. Let's see Romans 12, 6-8. It says, In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. On the line, different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, he says, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. He says, if your gift is serving others, then serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Dear gifted man or woman, God has not and will not give one person the ability to know everything and do everything well. <laughs> it will negate scripture that says we are a body. If you can do it all, you won't need the body. So beware when the thoughts come that suggest you could serve God on your own and worship him in your own way. <laughs> While that sounds very convenient, there are certain things you may never get if you don't tap into the grace and abilities that have been poured out into others in areas where you lack. No matter how excellently the eyes can see, it will never hear. Similarly, as strong as your hands are, able to lift weights, lift weights and all, they will only be able to move to protect you in danger when they receive information from your eyes to your brain that a threat is approaching. Let's look at Jesus, the wisdom of God and the power of God. He still needed the 12 disciples. That was to pass a message to us. Solomon, who answered every question asked by the queen, even the most difficult ones, had chains of servants. He couldn't leave alone. We've talked about how these gifts are not for personal gains, but to help those that God has placed your way. As we begin to wrap this episode, have you identified your gifts? One sure gift is the gift of Christ. The other sure gift is the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
Do you have those already? Or would you like to receive those freely? Ask God. Just open your heart and pray to God. Tell him. Ask God that you would love to receive Jesus into your heart and the Holy Spirit. Alright? If you're not a Christian and you would like to pray with us, just stick around and we will pray in a minute. If you are a Christian already, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what your gifts are and how you could implement them. Mind you, you could have multiple gifts, all right, that God has blessed you with. Other ways to identify these are through mentorship. People sometimes tell you what you do best in areas you have not identified. So sometimes it may take you longer to identify your own gifts, but walking amongst people again in the body may help you identify these things quicker. Shall we pray? Lord, we thank you. I pray for those who want to be Christians. I ask, dear Lord, that you open their hearts. Jesus, come into their hearts today as they receive you. Fill them with your spirit and give them these gifts, the gift of Christ and the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I pray for all those who are you know, trying to understand where they are in terms of your gifts. I ask that you open eyes and hearts and help every listener to begin to function in the gifts that you've given. And let this be used in the edification of the body and to bless your church. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Always a pleasure to bring you God's word. We'll see you again next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Word Up podcast today. We hope you've been blessed and inspired by God's word. If you've got any questions or comments, you could leave them at the comment section below or email us at wordoppodcast21 at gmail.com. Wordoppodcast21 at gmail.com. We'll be delighted to read from you. You can also do well by letting us know where you're listening from and how this program has blessed you. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word Up Podcast. God bless you.